0: Welcome to Stay On Course with me, Julie Riga. My life has been a roller coaster of highs and lows, but what I know to be true is that when we are grounded in our purpose and savor the sweet moments of life, we are truly a success. Today, you are going to get the ingredients for success because life is salty and life is sweet. Together, let's explore the possibilities of our own lives and learn from thought leaders around the globe. Ready, guys? Let's cook it. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to the next edition of the Stand Course Podcast. Today, I have the most amazing guest, Krista Hernandez, and her superpower is chronic illness. She's spent over the last 20 years learning to manage and ultimately heal lupus, Hashimoto's disease, and Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Now, as a wellness coach and host of the podcast, She Lived, she employs a holistic framework to help other women heal their bodies, restore their minds, and renew their spirits. Welcome, welcome, Krista, to the Stay On Course podcast. Thank you so much for having me here, Julie. I'm so excited. This is going to be so much fun. All right. So today we are going to have the most amazing conversation. I'm so excited. We're going to talk about the lessons that Marvel can teach us about resiliency. But before we get started, Krista, I ask all of my guests,
1: what is your favorite food? Yes. Yeah, so I agonize over this because my my uh, relationship with food has been very complicated for a long time. So even though I can't eat this, uh, not for some time now because I'm gluten-free, I'm a Jersey girl like you at heart, Julie. So I'm gonna go with Taylor ham, egg and cheese on a real bagel.
0: You did not just say that. That is so funny. I was just telling my (laughs) daughter the other day, I don't know where we saw the pictures of the bagel with the Taylor ham, egg and cheese. I almost went to the store the other day and just to buy the Taylor ham, egg and the cheese without the bagel.
1: Yes, and that's Taylor ham, everyone. You hear that? Taylor ham, not pork roll. Got it? Okay, good.
0: That's it. That's it. And it's so good. It's so good. There's nothing better than that. Well, thank you. That that I love. And, you know, in Jersey fashion, here we are. And we are talking about your favorite topic. One of them. Yes. This is pretty much nerd heaven
1: for me today.
0: Well, when we were having our pre-call to talk about the podcast, I said, I would love to know more about your podcast that you've been doing for so long, but I always like to lean into what is the leadership lessons that we learn from some of the movies that we see in pop culture. And so tell us just a little bit about the podcast that you started. Uh,
1: So for two and a half years, I, uh, along with my co-host, we ran a a podcast called the marvelous Madams, all about the uh, shows and films of the uh, extended Marvel universe.
0: And you've learned a lot from them. Oh my God. They, I
1: think of them as real people uh, because their characters have come to mean so much to me. The Infinity Saga specifically got me through some very, very dark times.
0: Wow. And a lot of us can relate to going to these movies, like at least watching them over the past couple of years because we've been in the house and so... Either you're watching them on Disney Plus or you're watching them, you know, going to the theater. But I got to tell you, I've been forced by my husband to watch some of these movies. So I've seen a lot of them. And so I'm just excited to take a new perspective on the movies Tell us some of the ingredients for success that you've learned through Marvel about resiliency. So there are so many
1: characters who have things uh, to teach us, but I've chosen three who are particularly near and dear to my heart in my story. We'll start here with Sylvie, who uh, became the co-lead of the uh, Loki series on Disney+, and she is my absolute hero. Sylvie is the female variant of Loki, As a little girl, she's taken by a, like, Big Brother-esque group called the Time Variance Authority that controls the flow of time in the universe. And Sylvie's Sylvie's committed some unknown indiscretion that screwed with their timeline, so they arrest her and plan to, you know, erase her from all existence. But Sylvie's a clever kid. She's the goddess of mischief, after all. And she escapes from TVA custody. She then spends centuries on the run from them. She's a fugitive variant, hiding in all different kinds of apocalyptic events where the TVA can't track her. And she is completely alone. No family, no friends, no future. She just survives from one day to the next. Yeah, it's nuts. And the only thing that keeps her going is planning a way to take down the TVA so that she can be free, so she can actually have a life. So Loki, the first season, premiered on Disney Plus a week after I was diagnosed with lupus. Wow. Yeah. The timing was both perfect and painful. It was exactly the show I needed at that point in time, especially since my husband was deployed and I was dealing with the diagnosis myself alone. Wow. And there's a point when Sylvie's talking about her arrest and she says, I was just a child. I had to pause play back there, you know, and grab some tissues because I understood that all too well. I was 12 when lupus hit me like a freight train. It just took 22 years to figure that part out. Sylvie's story, her hero's journey, was exactly the reminder I needed of how far I'd come since those early years, of how many obstacles I'd overcome. Like myself, Sylvie is a bullet at a china shop. And so by the end of six episodes, I was just overflowing with admiration for this woman who had never given up on her life, who was willing to do whatever was necessary to free herself from the prison that she lived in. And in that love and admiration for her, I found it in myself. And self-love is always the starting point for any kind of healing. And that show has so much to teach us in that regard.
0: Okay. I remember watching Loki, but I don't know if I remember Sylvie so much. Was this like a secondary theme of the show? No, definitely not.
1: She was the co-lead. She didn't come
0: until episode three, but her story
1: really became the driving force of the show okay. unexpectedly. In a I got to watch way. it again.
0: I might've been half watching that one. Yeah, that one, um,
1: I've never half watched. Um, if anything, I'm waiting for an email from like a customer service agent at Disney Plus to be like, ma'am, you know- It's getting to be a little much. Um, You've watched this too many times. This can't be good for anyone. We're going to cut you off now. You know, just for your own good, for your own liability.
0: I'm going to go watch (laughs) it again. All right. So Sylvie, never giving up and finding self-love. It's a good story. And I like that you were able to connect it to your life. I love that it was so relevant and real to you. How about another character?
1: All right. And I do want to say one thing, just to be clear for everybody, that these lessons are not based on chronological order or theatrical release, you know, just on, on how, in terms of how they've influenced my journey. <laughs> so uh, we'll move on to Dr. Stephen Strange. So when he is introduced, he is a brilliant surgeon, a scientist through and through. He only believes what he can see and values intellect above all other traits. He gets into this terrible car accident that is entirely his fault and it crushes his hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, doctors try their best to like pin them all back together. But even with lots of physical therapy, Strange is never going to be a surgeon again, not with the way his hands shake. So he exhausts all medical options and money. And in desperation, he seeks out a man who uh, supposedly healed himself from wow. a paralyzing spinal cord injury. And uh, seeing the proof in front of him uh, in the form of Benjamin Bratt, uh, Doctor Strange ventures to the Himalayas to find this healer known as the Ancient One. So the rest of the movie turns into uh, Strange's metaphysical hero's journey. And the Ancient One shows him the vastness of the universe, all the quantum physics that explain the actual flow of energy and time. And Strange learns that healing does not happen through intellectual will. As the ancient one says, you cannot beat a river into submission. You have to surrender to its current and use its power as your own. And this is so true for any challenges we face, but especially illness. And it's why you won't ever hear me say that I'm a chronic illness warrior or tell people they need to keep fighting every day. Dr. Strange shows us that true healing comes from within us, that we have to work with our own energy to overcome whatever obstacles we face. Mm. You will, however, hear me tell people not to give up. And Stephen Strange certainly didn't. Even though he first undertakes that trek to Asia for the wrong reasons, his grit and doggedness are admirable. And then the mystical training he undergoes is rigorous. But Strange is willing to do whatever it takes to heal and grow, even if it scares him to death. Wow. And the movie also shows that the journey really is just as important as the destination. Mm. At the beginning, Stephen Strange is an insufferable, narcissistic asshole. People respect his mind and his work, but they can't stand the man. Through his metaphysical journey, Strange evolves into a man who's willing to sacrifice himself to protect the universe and don't get me wrong though he's still kind of a jerk <laughs> but one with altruistic intentions
0: yeah now let's talk about that just a second the healing part of it and sort of like embracing that how would you explain that from your perspective what people really have to
1: embrace and understand is that mind body spirit they're all one these aren't separate entities so when you heal one it impacts the other two together. So that's what my framework is all about, is rooting out the stored trauma that's in our bodies that can wreak so much havoc on our physical well-being. Because, you know, the brain, our thoughts go and influence the body. And then the brain, the body comes back and influences our thoughts. And, yeah. you know, at the core, we're all energy, you know, and it's a very scientific thing. Quantum physics yeah. backs all of this up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh it's really a good point because the trauma lives somewhere in the body.
1: It does. It does. Especially uh for women, our hips. That's where we all carry a lot of our trauma and stress.
0: Doctor Strange true healing comes from within us. I love that. And so it's it's almost a matter of accepting and acknowledging the pain so that you can release it. Yes,
1: because we have to figure out where that pain's coming from. What's at the root of it. So yeah, we do have to work on sitting with it, being comfortable with it, kind of in a way making friends with it and mm-hmm. understanding that all of that pain, everything in our bodies, it's happening for a reason. And usually it's because our body's trying to protect us. Our body loves us. Our brain loves us and it's always trying to protect us. So it's on us to work through the fears that are usually Uh, causing this protection, you know, and say, thank you, but I don't need you anymore.
0: Let's talk about the last
1: superhero of the day. Yes, my buddy Carol here, Carol Danvers. So Carol, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, was an Air Force pilot who was involved in a crash in 1989. It gets a little esoteric from there, so I'm going to oversimplify majorly on this one so that no one listening throws their phone out the window. So in a skirmish after that crash, Carol destroys what she doesn't realize is an alien weapon. And when the device explodes, she inadvertently absorbs its energy, Mm. losing consciousness and her memory in the process. So Carol's taken by, we'll say, the evil group of aliens who want her as their own soldier. They realize that the explosion infused her with tremendous powers. So the aliens put an implant in her neck to suppress them. Then they brainwash Carol with a phony past and present, all the while telling her to control the abilities that they fear so much and to keep her emotions in check. Does That sound familiar, ladies? You know? Eventually, a good group of different aliens show Carol the truth, and her reaction is glorious. She says, I've been fighting with one hand tied behind my back. What happens when I'm finally set free? I'll tell you. Once Carol removes that implant, she becomes the most powerful character in the MCU. The strongest Avenger, no matter what Thor has to say about that. And this movie is just so powerful, especially for women. Whereas Carol had a physical device. We have limiting beliefs preventing us from unlocking our gifts and reaching our full potential.
0: Wow. For Captain me, Captain Marvel is the bomb. She is. She is. <laughs> For me, and this is something
1: you and I were talking about before we started recording, it was all the limiting beliefs that stemmed from the various illnesses in my body. And when I first saw Captain Marvel back in 2019, it really jolted me. I had started acupuncture by then and was slowly starting to get better after years of debilitating symptoms, but Healing can be a very scary thing. It's like getting out of prison. You have to acclimate to a whole new, possibly unfamiliar reality. And the fact that it's a positive reality doesn't make it any less intimidating. But then I saw Carol dig that implant out of her neck and watched her come into her true power. It's just a beautiful thing. But Carol goes a step further than that because She could have used her power for vengeance. I mean, really, you know, who could blame her? But she doesn't. Instead, Carol uses her powers on the micro level to save a family. And then on the macro level
0: to protect the whole galaxy from that point on. Yeah. Because she stepped into her own true power. It sounds like the Elsa story, like from Frozen, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, you know, the way everybody else in your orbit also benefits from you coming into the best version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So Captain Marvel is this amazing reminder that we all have, all of us, unique gifts and abilities. And if you want to live a purposeful life, you can't let other people tie that hand behind your back and you can't hold yourself back from embracing your powers. And just in an overall sense, Marvel teaches us what Glinda told Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. You had the power all along. But just remember this everybody. Remember the words of dearly departed Uncle Ben Parker. With great power comes great responsibility. So, once you have it, use it well.
0: Wow, I feel like I just went through the hero's journey. There's so many lessons that we can learn from Marvel, and I'm going to I'm literally going to be looking at Marvel in a whole new way. And now I need to go back and watch Loki, Doctor Strange, and uh Captain Marvel because I'm going to like think about these uh, lessons that you've taught today, which is finding self love. Healing comes from within and limiting beliefs. And I'm gonna like really lean into watching the movies with that lens, which I haven't done before. But I'm so glad that we brought a new light to the Marvel series. Yeah, and
1: you know, if you want more commentary on that, my previous podcast, The Marvelous Madams, uh, it's now called The Madams but it's still available out on all the major uh, platforms. So go ahead and enjoy. We've got about 130 something episodes on there.
0: Krista, tell us a little bit about what you're doing now and how our audience can find you. Yes. So uh, my new podcast,
1: She Lived with Krista Hernandez is also available on all the major platforms. Very excited there. We're doing a uh, blend of solo episodes and Uh, interviews with other women's wellness experts through that holistic framework. So everything body, mind, and spirit. Um, So definitely check out the show, subscribe. And I also have some amazing offers in the works. So uh, I will be telling everybody about those on the show soon. And uh, for those out there who are living with chronic illness, I have an awesome freebie available on my website, KristaHernandez.com. It is my weekly sanity planner that is designed specifically for women with chronic illness and the challenges you face every day.
0: Krista, this has been amazing. I just want to thank you for your wisdom and your service because you're helping women all over the world become healthier and better at life. So I thank you for that. And I thank you for being a guest on the Stay On Course podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Julie, for letting me uh, share my my nerding out with everyone.
0: (laughs) It's been a lot of fun. Thanks, Krista. Are you looking to unlock your full potential on your leadership journey? Well, look no further than the Stand Course Podcast. I'm coach Julie Riga, and I'm here to help you discover your personal purpose and how it connects to work. With my solutions, you'll learn to be present in the moment, bounce back from setbacks and manage your time effectively. If you are ready to take the next step, why don't you schedule a one-on-one coaching session with me or join one of my workshops, or even become part of the stay on course learning community. Visit stayoncourse.io today. And let's move forward towards success together. Thank you for listening to another episode of Stay On Course. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so Julie can continue serving up delectable experts and appetizing content directly to your earbuds. And remember... Right now, you have the ingredients to be living the life you are meant to live. This has been a production of The Media Casters.